0: Episode 92 of Outrage Factory. The first and foremost podcast in anger.
1: Uh, sure, Yeah, yeah, that's not the catchphrase, but we can say that.
0: Surprise. <laughs> it's uh, the 92nd episode, and I never memorized that spiel you
1: give. What the uh, fuck? <laughs> now that you put me on the spot, I'm not going to. Uh, Let's not do it. Wait. Yeah, we got to do it, bro. We got our gimmicks. You do the creepy... We're back thing? Yeah. Yeah. And we have the other catchphrase at the end of the episode. Yeah. And then this one. Okay. This is like, if they're new listeners.
0: It's been like three weeks. Are you rusty? They're already gone. Can you handle it? Uh,
1: Hey, welcome to Outreach Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. It has been three weeks since our last episode. Uh, I was in the United States, which, if you listened to our last episode, I was not denied entry To the United States. Did they look at your phone? For this podcast. They did not look at my phone.
0: Oh, that's anticlimactic.
1: Border guards seem a little more indifferent every time. Also, this time was weird because normally you will go through customs in the Vancouver airport. So they have like a U.S. border crossing inside the Vancouver airport yeah, where you will speak to U.S. border guards and they will admit you into the country. And those guys are always usually pretty... uh, thorough? Yeah, more thorough, I'd say, whereas like the few times that I've done customs in the United States, mm-hmm. uh, once in New York and this time was in Chicago, they don't give a fuck. They're like, don't murder anyone. See you later. Yeah,
0: they're like, our country's shit now. I don't know if you've yeah. seen the news. <laughs> Which
1: uh, I am returning to the United States in two more weeks, so I'm going to say that I don't agree with Dale's stance. That the U.S. is shit. I think it's a fantastic country. Uh, well,
0: yeah, you've pretty much seen half of it in the last two years yeah. with your job and your girlfriend and my
1: girlfriend. And my girlfriend is American, so I love America. I love American people.
0: You only have to love one, Derek.
1: You I lo- okay. You I like to- most of the Americans I met are are okay. Uh, yeah, they're just
0: regular people. I mean if you were to say they weren't you'd be a
1: racist. They're actually really unique in a way. There are like going down there and spending enough time there, you notice yeah. that they are very culturally different from Canadians, what, which is like
0: they don't say a boot.
1: They well, no, not and it's not just the way they do have fucked up accents. Like Kate says some very weird things sometimes that are adorable. Kate.
0: Like weirder um, than Newfies and Saskatchewan people? Me.
1: Yeah, probably on par. Like Philadelphians have a very unique accent, and then Kate really? is from the Philadelphia suburbs, so it's yeah. like if you bred a Newfie with a Philadelphian, that's the kind of accent that she has. Really? Yeah, it's great. What does she? Does she talk like a Newfie? No, no, she doesn't really talk like a Newfie. No, she's ah. just got like a very pronounced accent. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you want to get into do you want um, get into stuff into access oh you know what else we can talk about what uh this just occurred to me nhl yeah. draft is happening in vancouver this week
0: and you know what's happening before that luongo's gonna announce if he's retiring thus fucking the cap space for the canucks this yeah, year
1: which he should retire he's like i like how i look at Hockey players, yeah. or like professional athletes, or yeah. actors, and I'm like that person is old as fuck, and then you find out that they're like three years younger <laughs> than you are. Yeah. And it's you're like, like oh, it's
0: like the announcer's like he's on the ice and he's used up every single good mile in those tires. He's 37, <laughs> and you're like fuck you, or like Zidane Ocharo it was like the oldest NHL player or oldest NHL
1: defenseman to score a goal, oldest and, giant with, the- and he's. 42. Wait, Char is 42?
0: Yeah, but I guess another thing to remember is in athlete years, you age way faster. Because, like, you see someone who's our
1: age oh, yeah.
0: who plays sports and they look like they're 50 or 60. They're yeah. just haggard. They have all these old those injuries. Are, those are
1: city miles,
0: <laughs> <laughs> not lady driven. How
1: old was uh, Yager when he retired? I think he
0: was like 44. I don't think he's. Actually retired. I think he just doesn't play in the NHL. And he might have gone back to KHL last year for $1 million. But I think he's 44. I know Solani's last Holy year.
1: Holy fuck. What? He's 47 right now. And I'm pretty Jesus. sure he just retired F in last Christ. year. So he was 46.
0: Could you imagine? No. Not only playing in the NHL right now. No, but playing in the NHL in six years. No, or in five
1: years. No, I can't. I can't imagine playing in the NHL ten years ago. <laughs> I like so I have a son. Yeah, you, you may be aware of that. Yeah, I had my son, who is now five. Yeah, we first had him when I was thirty-three. Yeah, which is like probably normalish age for people to have kids now. Yeah, but I was like. Fuck, why did no one tell me? I was like, this is why people have kids when they're 21, because yeah. the energy level you require is a 33-year-old to keep up with, like, whatever, fuck, they don't move for their first year. But yeah. each subsequent year gets harder. I get older, and he gets more energetic, and now I'm just like, holy fuck. So yeah. I can't, And that's keeping up with a five-year-old. That's yeah. not playing a professional sport. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is like me trying to keep up with a kid who is yeah. two feet tall uh, and yeah, it's uh, no, I could not play in the NHL.
0: I, I think though we would if we were in the NHL, we'd have been playing hard sports for like thirty years and we'd just be like coasting on muscle memory. like it's possible. You would just it would just be momentum because it would be like the only way you could still play would be if you never had a long term time off or you never stopped training. Like now, if you or me stop training, we're fucked. Like I pretty much stopped. I haven't ran in, like, a month or two, and,
1: like... I'm running a half marathon in oh, uh, five days, six days, zero training. I have not run since the run I did in Philadelphia two months ago, I want to say. Wow. Uh, and this is adding an additional five kilometers on top of that distance. Well, you did uh, not
0: bad. You did it in, what, an hour and 15 minutes? Yeah. That's pretty fucking what good. What was that?
1: hour and 25 minutes oh, for yeah. the six, 16K, 17K, whatever it was? And then this will be 21K, but all I really have to do is finish faster than my mother, who is 61 years old. So I'm feeling pretty confident about that.
0: I was going to make fun of you if you didn't finish faster than your mom, but then there's no way I could beat your mom at running because... Even though she's sixty, she's still a way better runner than me.
1: She's a way better runner than me, but I also my legs are probably as long as her entire body. So <laughs> my leg, <laughs> my regular running speed yeah. is like three times as fast as her. Thankfully, yeah, you got you got the big gate. Got the got the gate. Big gate. Got got the gate. Yeah, I got it. You know where that gate would be good? Hockey in a gay pride parade.
0: Is that, is that a segue? It was. <laughs> I don't know. It's the only segue <laughs> I could think of. Like, because uh, it's Pride Month for June. Yes. It's Pride Month everywhere. Yes. Did we talk yeah. about that last episode?
1: I think we From touched on it. It so was so long ago. It was Pride when I was in D.C. Yeah. Um, we didn't really check out any of the festivities. Oh, yeah, because we were
0: talking about how long it had been Pride Month because Vancouver doesn't have their Pride Parade in Pride Month.
1: They do it in August. Yeah. Yes.
0: So anyways, this, the reason I wanted to talk about this was... Wait, did we decide to talk about this or against it?
1: We can't... I don't know. It depends on what you're going to say and whether I'll have to edit it out afterwards. Well,
0: anyways, there's been a lot of hubbub on the internet about TERFs because um, with all these major cities having their gay pride parade, did Toronto have theirs? Uh, I think so. I know. Toronto did. You said Philadelphia did. And... One thing that's uh, kind of exploding on the never-ending left-versus-left war front is what are called TERFs, which stands for Transsexual Exclusionary... Radical. Feminists. Correct. Why I was like, how does radical start with an S? I don't know how. My brain just stopped working. <laughs> Anyways, so these TERFs in some parades have been holding banners that say transsexuals are not lesbians. And there's basically a large group. I don't know how large they are. I didn't really look at any numbers or statistics. But there's a group of radical feminists who say that since transsexuals used to be men, that they don't get to call themselves lesbians. Yes. I'm going to say... I don't know. I can't, I can't really say because like radical feminism to me is pretty uh, – well, I'm not really allowed to be a part of it because I'm a male. and It is radical. If they're not letting in
1: – Not in the Ninja Turtles sense yeah. of the word.
0: I mean I like some of their music. Like I like La Tigra and Bikini Kill and other Kathleen Hanna bands. L7?
1: Yeah. Or she in
0: – No, she wasn't in L7. Okay. But yeah, I like some of their music. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like for me, I'm not really gonna pick a side. I'm just like I'm just on the thing where it's like you see the left fighting the left, and you're like, "Will you guys fucking get your shit together?" So we don't have to deal with a fucking premier that's super right wing, like is happening in the states and in Toronto, like we talked about. Do you think Shear's gonna win?
1: Yeah. Probably. Really? Just because people are so sick of Trudeau yeah, by this point.
0: That was a long four years. I don't
1: think anyone actually likes Andrew Scheer. Like, he's mm-hmm. basically, like, he's fucking human oatmeal. But yeah. Trudeau is just, like, even on the – Trudeau's managed to, like, burn through any goodwill he had. Like, I think back to two years ago when it was like, oh, he wears cute socks. He's yeah. adorable and everyone loves him. And now it's like, oh, he just fucking railroaded through a pipeline and, like, pissed off the left. <laughs> and, like, the right will always fucking hate him. Yeah. Like, he, uh, yeah, I think he he did too much trying to please everyone.
0: Yeah, that he ended up pleasing no one.
1: And he just ended up being, like, hollow gesture guy. So, like, yeah, like, yeah he is, like, very much, like, the prime minister of the, the photo op. And now I will say that the only thing the guy has left going for him is that you compare him to Trump. And you're like, oh, he can, like, string a sentence together and not sound like a fucking moron. So Well,
0: he did do the, uh, um, uh... Yeah, he
1: likes that, but have you ever listened to an episode of this podcast? I would vote myself or you as Prime Minister of this country, and we can't really talk for shit. Like, 90% of our podcast is us just being like, uh... Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I get... I
0: get affected with a what's that word?
1: Uh, what how what is that word? just like mispronouncing everything? Yeah, like imagine, imagine right. if people actually paid attention to this, <laughs> the kind of scrutiny we would be under,
0: or just when my brain, like I'll say turf, and then my brain will be like, There's an S in that, and I'm <laughs> like, Wait, turfs. what does the
1: S stand for? Well, if, if, there's, if yeah. there's more of that, uh, I don't think anyone's gonna vote conservative because the left is just like splintered into all these like tiny little fragments of people who and we've talked about this on previous episodes where it's just like the my mi- everyone's the minority of one. So you have like Yeah these feminists mm-hmm. who have fought so long and so hard for feminist things and they don't want to be inclusive of men. Yeah. Or people that they perceive as men. Yeah. So they're like, I guess I kind of get their, their like, line of reasoning, but it's also, like, the people who uh, insist that uh, people who have uh, undergone gender transitions can't compete in sports. Well, I agree with that one. Do you? Yeah, because
0: you still have the physical strength and muscle density or bone density and hand size ...of the man you were before. It's not like a 6'2 man... ...turns into a 5'10 dainty female. A 6'2 man turns into... ...the 6'2... ...female version of himself. Yeah, but
1: there's 6'2 women out there. Like, it's not like every other... uh, ...fucking... ...I don't know. It's mostly track and field. Which, like, who gives a fuck about that anyway? Well,
0: yeah. No, I don't care about the track and field stuff. The stuff I care about is like... uh, ...fighting sports... And like wrestling and weightlifting because like there's, there's some transgendered who were men who turned into women. And then they like went into these sports and they absolutely dominated everybody. And that it's in itself. Like you can't go from a mediocre male athlete and then transgender into a female athlete and then dominate and be like, Oh, there's nothing wrong here. Like, just look at the statistics of this person like they should go from middle of the pack to middle of the pack for it to not have an effect but they're not they're going from mediocre male athlete to super female athlete
1: yeah but okay but the argument that like it's not like people are intentionally getting gender swaps so that they can excel in no there's no fucking way there is no way. There's
0: gotta be some. No, You've
1: been on the internet. Absolutely not. You know
0: how fucked up people I are. I know how fucked up people and are, and how how dumb but I also they know are, that, like. And what they're willing to do for
1: attention. If there was a way, yeah, but that's extreme. There's like doing dumb shit on the internet for attention, like posting a video about how your wife almost died when she actually just slipped out <laughs> of the bag. And then there's like getting your dick lopped off and undergoing years of hormone therapy. Yeah. To be marginally better at a sport that no one pays attention to because it's a women's sport. No one's fucking doing that.
0: I'm not saying that everybody who does this, who who goes through transgender surgery, is doing it to become a better athlete. I'm just saying if somebody was a male and their whole life was this sport and they're like age 35 and they pretty much failed out and there's no hope to ever reaching any grandness in that sport so they turn into a female there's got to be at least one or two people who've done this or who are about to do this
1: no 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 yeah i'd say there's
0: some people that would go that those lines no no No. yeah
1: yeah (laughs) i got a question (laughs) yeah dale
0: so i was watching the dl Hughley stand-up comedy okay And he brought up a very good point that I want to know the answer to. He was talking about transgenders. Okay. And he was saying that after you go through surgery, you still – he made a joke about having to go get your prostate examined. So if you're a male and you turn into a female – Do you still have to go get your prostate examined?
1: I mean, I don't think they rip out. It's not like when you yank weeds out of the garden. You don't (laughs) take the whole root out, right? They leave the bulbs in, right? So there's probably... (laughs) (laughs) The the bulbs are probably still there. Uh, Yeah. So my next question... Good question. So these
0: guys, they now have vaginas. So they're women. Yes. Do they have to go get pap smears and stuff? Because it's a fake vagina. Do they still have to go get the duck bill and be like, yo... Well, no, because sh- I don't think they have
1: the the. Please never become a guy to call it <laughs> <laughs> Your shit is fresh,
0: Cause it, well, I guess that's more of a proctologist.
1: It's, hey. it's to <laughs> your fucking god. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's synthetic, right? Yeah, like they don't actually. Yeah. They don't put the the roots in. Yeah. So. I don't think like they don't put the year
0: because like when chicks get hysterectomies and they get their roots ripped out for medical reasons. They still have to go to like the gynecologist to get their stuff looked at. So if you're a male and you turn into a female, do you have to get both front and back? That's my main question. Can we get back to this turf thing? (laughs) (laughs) This is all having to do with the turf thing. I don't know that this is what the, they were protesting. Could you imagine? Say you're Derek. Say you just like, you finally come to terms with the fact that you're just a female trapped in a male's body. Okay. So you go through fucking years of hormone therapy. You grow this nice set of hairy boobies. Well, I guess your chest hair would fall out, right? Hopefully.
1: Uh, yeah, probably from the estrogen, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: So you go through all this work. You grow your boobies. You have a new, freshly minted fake vagina, and then someone's like, "Oh, you still have to get go to the proctologist and a gynecologist." That would
1: just be like. I mean, I just ignore that. I don't go to a proctologist now. I just have my first dentist appointment in seven years. That's (laughs) like I'm not a person who. Uh, granted, you know, I'm hitting an age now where I'm like, I should probably deal with my rapidly failing body.
0: We are getting at that age. But I'm turning 40 in a month and a half. and Have you seen the
1: proctologist?
0: No. Oh. I'm uh, probably at that age, right? I don't know. It's probably time. Like, there's, there's a part of me that's very afraid to go to the proctologist. And it's not because I'm scared of a finger in my ass.
1: Yeah, no, you like fingers in your ass.
0: I'm like, I'm scared to go because... I'll just go and it'll be like poking a balloon and it'll be like, oh yeah, your body is garbage and you're going to die in a
1: year. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. I've never seen a colon that big before. <laughs> yeah. you like, you call this a prostate?
0: What the fuck? So basically, I'm just scared of further scrutiny. Like yeah. I've, de- I've never had a physical in my entire
1: life. Yeah. Well, also like we don't have... Doc, like, you don't have a family doctor, right? No. Like, you go... I haven't had a family doctor since I was, like, 16. Can you go into a walk-in clinic and be like, yo, I'd like a... I'd like a... a proc, proctologist, Prostate there, exam? Thank you, yes.
0: <laughs> a, yeah. proct- a digital exam? I don't know. That's a good question. Listeners! If any of you are proctologists or walk-in doctors clinic or, doctors... Or, yeah, walk-in <laughs>
1: clinic receptionists, perhaps...
0: First, I'd like to apologize for the last twenty minutes of us, <laughs> me mostly stumbling through transsexual or trans, yeah, transsexual surgeries. But uh, I guess we could just Google it ourselves. We could hit us up in the mailbag. Can you get prostate exams at the uh, walk-in clinic? Okay, yeah. Let's get back to the turfs. I just wanted to talk about this because my biggest fear. Has always been the left fighting the left while the right swoops in and then we get all these bullshit crazy rules. Like um, it was kind of a wake-up call for a lot of people when they – like. but you – like the abortion thing, which I it totally fucking scared the shit out of me. But like you said, they're all getting turned down in Supreme Court. So it's not actually, it's not actually a actually law happening. thing. Yeah. It's, it's more like the right posturing being like this is what we're going to do. This is what's up now. And – a lot of them are probably doing it because they know it'll never pass. And it's a good way for them to show their right wing colors and be like, look how right wing I am. But I don't know. I'm a slippery slope guy. I know Derek isn't. He always hates when I use the slippery slope argument because it is a fallacy for a, it's an argumentative fallacy or a logical fallacy to always think of things in the slippery slope. But if the left keeps fighting the left, then the right's just going to swoop in, and we're going to just have, like, um, The Handmaid's Tale.
1: I mean, I think you already kind of saw that play out. Fuck, like, why is The Handmaid's Tale, like, the, the automatic like, your reaction to... Because it's a hot drama
0: that's popular right now.
1: Okay, fair enough. And I read the book. And Could also it. be, like, Game of Thrones, where you just have, like, all these fucking... Dragons? H- houses, yeah. not actual dragons. But like, you know, it's just going to be like, so we saw that's why, I think that's a big part of why Trump ended up getting elected. Because you yeah. have like these really slim margins of victory. Yeah. Uh, and because there was so much infighting on the Democratic side between the Bernie bros and Hillary supporters, mm-hmm. uh, Trump ended up like squeaking one out there. Yeah, Uh, And yeah, the left is just very much more prone to infighting and shitting all over each other. Uh, And the right does not seem to do that so much, no matter how fucking ridiculous they get. Like, even a lot of the mainstream right-wingers have a really hard time condemning uh, Nazis, which...
0: (laughs) Yeah, because, like you said, they have a problem doing it because the right... Does the exact opposite of the left. Where the left is like, I'm more left than you, you're part of the right wing. Whereas the right's like, the one thing they're afraid of is splitting their numbers. So they never attack each other. Like Trump said after the... What was that thing where the tiki torches? Oh, uh...
1: Jamestown? J- James
0: no, it wasn't Jamestown. Charlestown?
1: Sure.
0: So anyways, yeah, the one with the tiki torches and the polo shirts. Trump was like... There's right and wrong on both sides. Even the president didn't want to, like, smack down the fucking neo-Nazis. Whereas if that was, like, uh, a group – part of the left had gone militant, they would just fucking cannibalize each other and, like – yeah. So, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm always just afraid that, like, Trump getting elected president – needs to be the bottom of the barrel. That needs to be as low as society can go for letting crazy right-wingers just waltz in because the left-wingers are fighting amongst themselves. Mm, I, and I'm I, scared it's not.
1: I think you're going to have a hard time over the next many, many years because we're just going to get progressively dumber and worse uh, until... You know, we'll look back on Trump fondly, probably. Like, right now, people are like, uh, you know, George W. Bush, not such a bad president after all. And that will be how people perceive Trump. like, remember when George
0: invaded Iraq over (laughs) WMDs? And you're like, (laughs) all those were the days. What a lovable scam. Yeah.
1: Do do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's do that. And then we'll come back and talk... uh, not Probably politics. more, well, I was going to say more about Justin Trudeau and his, uh, his, hairdo. uh, w- yeah, his hairdo, his socks and his, uh, his, like, totally bipolar policies regarding the environment lately. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back.
0: I'ma always told be a man That I should get my shit together it while I can Like me, you don't
1: understand Cause I'm gonna be famous I hit a And we're back Hey Dale Hey Derek It was a uh, a big week for Justin Trudeau Noted environmentalist Oh, is that so? But it was also a big week for Justin Trudeau Notorious oil tycoon Oh Is <laughs> <laughs> that your oil tycoon? Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> <was really> <laughs> Oil <laughs> <laughs> That's Trudeau, and that then he like waves his hair and then that big old hairdo bouncing back and forth. Spot is this, like on gleefully dancing like Mr. Burns around his office, knowing that the thing that he bought for four billion dollars now gets to be made, and he can? So how's this
1: gonna work? I okay. need someone. Do you want to? You want to provide a little flavor here for maybe our American listeners? Hi, Kate. Okay. Uh, um what exactly the fuck you're talking about
0: So unlike the states where shit just gets built When you need it In Canada we've needed There's okay Let's go way way back So there's this thing called the Trans Mountain Pipeline And it already exists And it runs from Edmonton Down It, dr- uh, it runs southwest Goes through Kamloops And comes to Vancouver To a port where they pump oil And bitumen Or is it crude? Yeah, it's like crude oil and crude
1: oil. uh, It's totally unrefined oil. It's like, yeah. So they the sludge from the oil. Yeah.
0: So they send their dirty dinosaur sludge down this pipeline. And then a whole bunch of years ago, they're like, fuck, we need to start selling more of this because all of our rail cars are out of date. People keep or they keep fucking crashing. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. Also, this oil is not refined or used in Canada at all. It is shipped to China.
0: Where we get all our shit from.
1: Yes. So, yeah. So, we're, we're, uh, so the government bought this pipeline.
0: Yeah. Well, what happened was they're, this pipeline that already exists, they're gonna twin it, which just means they were going to increase the capacity of this pipeline by building another pipeline beside it. But that's, I think the new one's gonna be a bit bigger than the old one. So, they're gonna use both. So, All this stuff like everybody's like, oh, it's going to ruin the fucking the nature reserves and it's going to go across all this land. It's going to destroy everything. But it's only like six feet beside a pipeline that's already there. But the thing is, we needed this fucking pipeline like six years ago when China was BC's best friend and they're just fucking buying all the property and not living in it and just fucking – Turbocharging BC's economy with all this money, so we needed to give them oil so that the friendship could be reciprocal.
1: Also so the money could be
0: Yeah, so we could get money.
1: Yeah. By Canada.
0: But then uh the liberals was it Christy Clark was liberal, right?
1: The provincial liberals, yeah. yeah.
0: Provincial liberals were in power for what? Sixteen years?
1: No. They have term limits.
0: Do they? I thought only certain... I thought only people had term limits, but parties could serve however long. Anyways, so the Liberals were in power in BC for a long time. And then they got... They won the last election, but the number two and number three party made this coalition where they're like, we're now one party.
1: Yeah, you're right. It was 16 years.
0: And when they had a coalition, that made them win the election so in a super underhanded game of thronesy ish way the green party or the ndp slash green party won the election and then they just said fuck this pipeline we're going to be dirty hippies we're going to pretend we don't use oil in their everyday lives and we're not going to let it go through and then kinder morgan which was the privately owned company for kinder morgan Sorry. That's fine. For mispronouncing. It's,
1: you shouldn't have called attention to it.
0: The phonetically way it's spelled. <laughs> which is, Kinder is German for Kinder, which... Uh, i guess we were both right. Yeah, I don't know. Was it for the little kid pipeline? I don't get what's going on. Anyways. So, they said no to this pipeline. Then Kinder Morgan was like, what the fuck? We can't build this pipeline unless we know we're going to actually be able to finish it, so we're not going to start it. Then... This was last summer, right? When he bought it. Then Trudeau goes, Hey, I'm a burgeoning oil tycoon. I will buy that pipeline off you for an inflated price since I'm not paying for it. The taxpayers. So the federal government with the taxpayers money bought the pipeline for $4.4 billion. And then... A lot of fucking money. The aforementioned NDP slash Green Party was like, Nope slash and then what happened was the court of appeal which is the highest provincial court was like yeah Horgan fuck off you can't stop this pipeline there's they said that the provincial government couldn't stop the... the federal
1: the federal government
0: so it's kind of smart that Trudeau actually bought it because now the pipeline can't get pushed through because it's a federal government thing which outpowers the provincial government. So, anyways, yesterday, was it today today. today? today,
1: they announced
0: the Liberal government, who owns Trans Mountain Pipeline, was like, Oh, hey, we're going to build the pipeline. And everybody was like, Yay, they're going to finally build the pipeline. And then people like me were like, You own the pipeline. So why weren't you going to
1: build it? It's a good fucking thing that they like I will say it's a good fucking thing that they put this through because if you drop 4.5 billion dollars of taxpayer money in hey. a pipeline 4.4. 4. Sorry, 4.4. 4. Let's, not, let's not make it seem like it's a dumber
0: decision than it was. That's $100,000. Uh, $100,
1: that would be like, the shittiest investment ever if you were just like, we're going to spend $4.5 billion and get nothing in return for it. Yeah. So at least this way, we can sell more oil to China. Yeah. And make some, probably not all, because... The government will just own the pipeline. They yeah. won't own the oil flowing through it.
0: Well, their their deal was they were going to buy it, build it, and then be like, look at this beautiful pipeline for I, sale. What they'll probably
1: do is sell it back to Kinder Morgan for like a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll still take the $4.5 billion hit. Yeah. Cool. Love it. Uh, second of all, like people are really mad about this, but like. What what did you expect? What did you expect yeah. would happen when the government of Canada purchased a pipeline? Yeah. We should be happy, even if it means more oil or whatever. Third of all, I accidentally drove by Trans Mountain the other day. Yeah. I was just, I was like, oh, that's where it is. <laughs> and they had <laughs> signs all over the place being like, it was funny because it's in kind of a, like a remoter area of yeah. Burnaby Out Mountain. And, like, you totally wouldn't recognize it for what it is if they hadn't put a fucking billion signs up being like, do not protest here. (laughs) And I was like, oh, if I ever want to protest, at least I know where to go now.
0: Yeah, actually, this affects you and me because right below SFU is where they're going to build, like, um, I'm just going to say tanks because I don't know the oil oil industry lingo, but what's going to happen is all this oil sludge comes down and at Burnaby Mountain it gets put in these big pits or these big tanks and I think they have two or three there and they're going to build four more. And the hippies were all worried that if one exploded it would run down the hill and hit me and Derek's house, mine and Derek's house because they're like...
1: We don't live together. We live in separate houses. They're
0: like, these guys finally have semi-adult condos that they're renting. We can't fucking let the oil industry just ruin all the floor because I'm on the 8th floor you're on the 12th floor if one of these tank explodes and oil runs down the mountain
1: we're fine yeah also if a tank explodes I'll have a dope view of it so will you actually because you face so I mean go nuts I'd like to see it
0: yeah so if anybody has a valuable opinion on this topic it's me and Derek because
1: or on any topic for that matter
0: we are going to be more affected than pretty much anyone else who doesn't live closer than me and you do to this Burnaby Mountain. Yeah. Was it a tailings pond? No, that's not what it is. I don't know. Oil farm. Let's just call it that. Okay. It's not a tailings pond because that's just where they fucking put water and the tailings come off probably should have researched actual words <laughs> remember that part where I was like hey actually Trudeau is bad at speeches remember when he used saying like an say idiot. um and mm-hmm. all at least he like had someone be like uh Mr. Trudeau this is the actual word you have to say so you don't sound like a complete fucking idiot <laughs> and then he would just say six ums before but he would still say the smart word he'd be like um uh uh, uh the oil uh storage facility uh or whatever it's called
1: So anyways. So in addition to this oil kerfuffle happening, uh, Trudeau also announced that all the shit they're going to be making in China with the oil that they acquire from Canada, Canada will not purchase back because we have implemented a ban on single-use plastics uh, to be put into effect as early as 2021. So... We're going to ship the oil to China. Yeah. They're going to make plastic things.
0: Yeah. Because that's... All plastic comes from complex hydrocarbons, which is in petroleum products, which comes from the crude oil that we're shipping over.
1: Sure. Great. So, all of
0: these plastics that make our computers and our smartphones and...
1: I mean, we'll still have those, thankfully.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Trudeau was like, yeah, and we're getting rid of fucking smartphones because... They're pretty much worse for the environment than cars are because of all the rare or like the rare elements and the lithium batteries and all that fucking shit that's inside the cell phone. Well, that's the thing. so
1: we announced so we talked about this a couple weeks ago, how that one fucking sea turtle fucked up straws for the rest of us. Yeah. And now it's like I just hate marine wildlife because oh, yeah, like because of them. Oh, like one whale eats like, you know, two tons of plastic bags and now I got to carry my shit. I got to remember like a cloth bag when I go to the store or spend $2 on
0: one. And we can't just be like, yo, fucking not all the whales are going to eat two tons of plastic. It's just that one exceptionally stupid whale. (laughs) Or we could just genetically modify whales so that they can digest plastic. Yeah, which would have been a much smarter idea. Something we can make money from like how they used to get perfume from whale barf. Let's look into that. Let's get some fucking, like, top niche, like, fucking plastic bag whale barf perfume. Cologne. Okay. Eau de toilette. <laughs> See? You thought I didn't know N- any words. You nailed it. You got it. Yeah, so, I did.
1: Uh, I would like to nominate you for Prime Minister also, of, of Canada. Also,
0: while we're on it, another thing that we've already talked about, this whole, like... Burning plastic thing is now a good thing? Like, didn't we stop burning garbage in the 80s because it was just going to fucking ruin the earth? And we're like, we can't fucking burn garbage. It all has to go to the landfill. And everyone's like, yay, we're not going to burn garbage anymore. And now they're like, we're not sending garbage to the landfill. We're fucking burning it. It's like, you could have done that for the last 30 years. It's a
1: circle of life. Well, remember... So you will think back to recent history when you were like, oh, the ozone layer. And everyone was so concerned about the ozone layer. We had to maintain the. Now we're beyond that. We're just like, fuck the ozone layer. (laughs) We're all going to die of, you know, the sun's unfiltered light burning our flesh.
0: Actually, one of these companies in China did release a whole fuck ton of CFCs into the atmosphere that, like, fucking pretty much – dick-punched the ozone layer in one sw- fell swoop, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. They're like, they're like, there's all these CFCs escaping from somewhere in China, and it's ruining the ozone layer. And then China's like, oh, it was this company. They were breaking the law. We made them
1: stop. Yeah, whoops. Sorry. Yeah. There, were, there were no kickbacks involved. Sorry, Australia.
0: That hole that's above you that's pretty much cooking everyone alive, I mean, really, it's going to be bigger.
1: If there was a country that we could just, like— yeah, give the fucking kiss of death to it. Would be Australia.
0: I mean, could you imagine if eighty percent of Canada was a desert that nobody went to? Yeah,
1: like it was full like, of man killing birds.
0: Yeah, it's like everybody's like, "Oh, Australia is so nice," and then Australians are like, "Yeah, in the two cities that are on the west coast or east coast, those are nice. Everywhere else is a barren wasteland desert." You're like. Oh, really? And they're like, yeah, there's this one lady who tried to go across the middle of Australia, and it was such a bad decision that they made a movie about it. (laughs) Did you know?
1: Wait, what movie?
0: I don't know. The uh, in the
1: Desert? Some
0: dumb lady dies in the desert in Australia. Or the one lady in Australia who died, and it wasn't from a spider bite. (laughs) Did you know that fucking India imports their camels from Australia? What? There's so many camels in Australia that India is buying them from them. Are
1: camels native to Australia? No, but
0: it's a fucking desert, so once they put them there they flourished.
1: Feral camel. Look at that. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I don't know why the two words together. Oh, look feral at these camel, things.
1: They what do they look like? Just camels? Wait, no. Where was the picture I was looking at? I mean, those ones look healthy. Look at this thing. It's a gaunt ass fucking Oh, wow.
0: That's like Okay, imagine the camel you always see in commercials and at zoos, but scary and muscular. That's what it looks like. What's that? By
1: 2008, it was feared that Central Australia's feral camel population had grown to about 1 million and was projected to double every 8 to 10 years. There are currently 2 million feral camels roaming the Australian outback. I'm uh, Like, fuck it. Burn it, burn it to the ground. You know what? Punch a hole in it, sink it into the sea.
0: Maybe China's like, hey, Australia, got your back. <laughs> you got a camel problem? <laughs> Let's cook them, free meat. Jesus. So they my. so they just they just open up the sphincter in the ozone layer and just fucking send death rays straight through with no like fucking atmospheric barrier, and they just like magnifying glass. On ants, yeah. fry all these camels. Let's
1: put all the CFCs into the air above Australia. Wait,
0: are we right wing now? Are mm. we like pro cooking feral camels in Australia? I think you could be
1: left wing. So Ooh. I'm socially, yeah, liberal. Here's, but I'm feral camely yeah. <laughs> yeah. conservative. <laughs> I the <laughs> can... See,
0: anytime you have an animal that I'm just going to say is harming the environment instead of uh, has an impact on human civilization, which could in some inadvertent way make my life worse. Those animals are bad. Like all those pigs that are going wild in the States that are just exploding population. Kill those. I'm an animal lover. I'm not a feral animal lover.
1: Well, uh, my thing is like, okay, they're in the – desert like what are you gonna fuck up in a dust pit nothing what are they eating i don't fucking know each other probably (laughs) (laughs) that is nuts maybe they're eating the spiders
0: could you imagine if these feral camels single hand or two million handedly cleaned up the australian nightmare problem which is their spider and snake problem spider
1: snake birds Wait, I mean, the camels are probably... What's wrong with the birds? The ca- cassowary. We discussed this. Oh,
0: yeah, those the ones that got you. Yeah. The one with the rabbit. Well, I don't got you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, get caught with the cassowary. Things banned by the Canadian government include drinking straws, stir sticks, plastic bags, balloon sticks, which... What are you going to stick your balloons to now? String? Holy fuck. So you know what happened to me?
0: I went to a thir- grocery store last week, and I got... Old school paper bags like not the ones old
1: f- foods does that. Yeah,
0: But they those are like reinforced and have the handle and they're like, oh, sorry to give you paper bags. We'll give you three of them so that nothing rips.
1: Oh, these ones. Don't they were handle. Like,
0: they're like when in the 80s, when you saw TV shows and people were carrying groceries and it was always two brown paper bags overflowing and they dropped them every single time because it is the single handedly worst way to carry groceries. Do we have to go back to those dark ages?
1: I do. Well, no. They have the cloth bags now, right? But no one's going to fucking remember those.
0: Dude, I have so many cloth bags they just in on. my closet yeah. at home. They
1: live there. Yeah. I'm never going to I'm never gonna be like, oh, grocery shopping. Time to take my fancy tote bag. Like, it's just going to live in my closet. Yeah. Which is also true of the plastic bags. Because... Like. I have probably close to 80 or 90 plastic bags. Well, you know what you could do?
0: You could take the plastic bags. In Burnaby, there's a recycling center. And this is what the guy said. He's like, like, because they used to be just all soft plastic went together and it got recycled. Now he's like, keep the grocery bags separate. They burn them now. Like it's a good thing, like I said before, like the, oh, yeah, let's just burn plastic.
1: Maybe they ship them to Australia and burn them there. In which case fucking more power to maybe they're going to try choke these fucking
0: feral camels with them they're like it kills whales maybe it'll kill camels (laughs) oh yeah I was going to say like the cloth bag thing whenever I buy groceries it's not like I'm at home completely in control of my day and time management and being like oh I'm going to take the next hour and 23 minutes and go grocery shopping do 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 grab my fucking bags and then head out the door No, what I'm doing is I'm driving somewhere for something other completely – some other complete reason. I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to get groceries. You're like, oh, fuck, I
1: haven't actually eaten a meal in like four days. (laughs) (laughs) Time to get
0: groceries. (gasps) I better go fucking buy groceries right now before I remember what I'm supposed to be doing with this seemingly empty gap of time in the next hour or two. And then you're in groceries and you're like, oh, I forgot all my bags. And then you say it out loud. You're like, oh, I forgot all my bags. And you look around and you make sure everybody heard you so you don't have to feel like a bad person. You're like, I have reusable bags. And they're like, you could just buy more for a dollar. And you're like,
1: yeah. And just add to the pile of
0: the ones at home I never
1: use. And then you take the plastic ones. Yeah. And then you grab a couple extra plastic ones and fucking feed them to a camel on the way out the door. Yeah. Boom. You know, that could probably be corrected. And this just now occurred to me is if I take my... Cloth grocery bags mm-hmm. and just keep them in my car
0: that'll work once <laughs> I've done <laughs> that until
1: you carry it in <laughs> yeah. and unload them you're like back in the closet
0: uh, the best part is I have a girlfriend who's very caring and knows how forgetful and dumb I am so we have this key rack and she's like I'm just gonna hang your cloth bag on this key rack so you can hang it up take it down to your car the next time you go to your car and it's been there two months
1: so yeah doesn't happen
0: because I look at him like, oh, cloth bag. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs>
1: like, fuck it. Why is this thing getting in the way? I just yeah. want my keys. <laughs> Get this bag out yeah. of here.
0: Lift it up, grab my keys, put it back down,
1: leave. Uh, so Canada will phase yeah. all this shit out by 2021 on par with what they're doing in the EU. But on the flip side, we also just railroaded a pipeline. Uh, so this is what happens when you build a government just based on, like, meaningless posturing. Is that yeah. you just, like do a bunch of very uh, contradictory shit that just mm-hmm. pisses everyone off. Because yeah. like, environmentalists were probably thrilled three days ago when the Trudeau government announced the plastics ban. Yeah. Uh, and then now they're angry again because of the fucking oil thing.
0: Yeah, so it was three days ago, plastic ban. Yesterday, Canada declares a uh, climate emergency all across Canada. And then today, fucking pipeline. And the best part is... When it's like he'll fucking say, hey, we're banning single use plastics. And then all the right wing people are like, what the fuck? And then he'll be like, oh, we made an oil pipeline. Does that make you happy? Right wing people are like, no. No, yeah, we're still angry. And then the left people, like in two weeks, when they finally see however they get their news, like comes down Twitter through the air. Yeah, when enough people complain about it on Twitter that it starts trending, they'll see it and they'll be like, Oh what? The pipeline got passed. Oh,
1: well, they're already. And then they'll be mad. mad about it. Our yeah. mailbag was like ninety percent pipeline comments and flip flopping government. Do, and do they ever
0: listen? Because we've said like a hundred. I'm pro pipeline. We're pro pipeline. I like pipeline because
1: pipeline. I like having a strong economy.
0: I don't want to sound like a dickhead, but I like living in a society, and I do not want to go live in the fucking woods without I would live technology. In the woods. Without technology?
1: No. I'd have a smartphone with me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And a smart axe.
1: Like I'd live... Wait, is smart axe a thing?
0: I I will be. (laughs) When we have to go live in the woods. Googling it. (laughs) It'll like... Oh man, could you imagine if you had an axe that counted your fucking swings? So it told you how many calories you were burning. While you were trying to still persist after the apocalypse. (laughs) You'd be like, you know, the entire civilization burned to the ground, but I burned 2,000 calories today, and since only... I do not have
1: enough food to replenish that unless we... uh, Well,
0: the only thing that's going to outlive the apocalypse is all the junk food, so you'll just eat like six candy bars, and you're good to go. Twinkies.
1: Oh, I did get more uh, Tasty Cakes while I was in in the States. If you want to revisit that...
0: Of course I want to, but I don't want to. Like, I know I shouldn't, and I definitely shouldn't, and I don't want to. But you will. But then I remember how fucking good they were. Turns out, pure sugar is actually quite delicious. Did you find any... What are you looking at?
1: Oh, just the mailbag.
0: Is there anything in the mailbag that isn't pipeline-related?
1: No. Uh, Tennille said... So, Jen Temple said flip-floppy governments, which I can only assume... Uh, relates to... Oh, you did say one
0: thing. I am pro-flip-flop government, if that means government's wearing flip-flops. Gross. Because I'm a flip-flop guy?
1: Yeah. Dale showed up at my place today in pants and sandals, and I almost kicked his ass out, because that is something that is not fucking acceptable to me. Track pants? Oh, sorry. Yeah.
0: Track pants are okay. No. Dude, I gotta let my dogs bark. I stick my feet... Just you say that boots, makes me want to vomit. Of it, okay.
1: <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. This is my defense. I wear work boots that go halfway up to my knee and fucking knee-high socks, and I just sweat my feet balls off all day. And I come home and I wash them, and I'm like, these dogs can't go back inside. They got to roam. They got to run. You got to bark.
1: Um, one of the the dumb uh, dumb right-wing reactions to the plastics ban was one man being like, Oh, women who are happy about this, did you know that uh, it also involves Q-tips? Which, I don't know who this guy is uh, that he thinks only women use
0: Q-tips. You know who this guy is? A guy with fucking dirty ears. Yeah, like, who has like, never like, had the extreme satisfaction of getting out of the shower and immediately double Q-tipping both ears at the same time. Well,
1: I'm just like, why? Why? Like, who grows up thinking Q-tips are just a product for women? Like, why would you? When did this guy get taught? By, it's like anything in the bathroom is a woman's domain. <laughs> yeah. You don't touch a toothbrush. You don't <laughs> touch a Q-tip. You never touch toilet paper. That's women's work. Wait. I want to know.
0: Before anybody gets a hold of this, somebody find out what he thinks women are using Q-tips for and if it involves their vagina because if this guy thinks that women are cleaning their vaginas with Q-tips, therefore only women use Q-tips, that will be half-sexy, half-hilarious. Actually, no, yeah. I thought about it. It's not sexy at all. It's just all hilarious. Like, what the fuck? You know what this guy has never done? This guy has never fucking, like, done extra manscaping. Like, he's never, like, trimmed his back hair or his ear hair or his nose hair. I bet this is one of those, like, crazy guys who has, like, pedophile glasses and one thick eyebrow that just goes straight across. And he's all like, women don't, aren't attracted to me because we gave them too many rights. <laughs> That's who this guy is. Dude, you know what would be the best? To someone to convince this guy to Q-tip his ears and then just fucking videotape his eargasm. That's the video – that's the YouTube reaction I want to see is this fucking crazy hillbilly Q-tipping his ears for the first time. Or
1: him doing – it's actually – he's a journalist with the Toronto Sun. He's um, a journalist. Yes. Yeah. I want to see him – could you imagine if he just like used a Q-tip for the first time and it was like uh, like a magic trick where you just keep pulling those like colored handkerchiefs? <laughs> <laughs> like, only it's that but with earwax. Uh, him. This reminds me,
0: one of the things I just want to happen sometimes is, like, you know how there's, like, all these, like, super right-wing people and they're always scared of shit? Like, either turning people gay or turning them into communists or getting them addicted to, like, devil worship. I just want that to be true. Like, could you imagine the super right-wing should be smart because he's a journalist. Like, he sh- this is... Supposed to be one of the more curious humans who looks into things and finds out and then reports to the rest of us so we don't have to spend effort looking in. Like, if this guy uses a Q-tip and then he just turns into a Satanist, that would be amazing. <laughs> like that's
1: the slippery slope. Yeah.
0: He's just like, oh, I wonder how good this would be. And he, like, cleans his ear and then he just starts hearing Satan and, like, goes on a murder spree or something. That would be amazing. Well, it wouldn't be amazing because people would die, but it would be amazing just because the world would be so much, like, more interesting. Like, could you imagine if, like, music actually did turn you gay? Like, all those, like, super right-wings are like, oh, you can't listen to Prince, it'll make you gay. And then someone, like, listens to Purple Rain and then they're legitimately a homosexual after. That would be, like, the best world because then you could take all these stupid people – who are like trying to do all this, like say gay is a choice and all this stuff, and are like completely wrong? You could just make them listen to Prince and then they would be gay, and then the world would be better because you wouldn't have all these dumb people just fighting the gays for no reason. I mean, I'm
1: pretty sure Prince can unleash latent or non latent homosexuality in anyone. Yeah. Like. So. <laughs> Like
0: an awkward story. Uh Anything else
1: you wanted to discuss? It's
0: just it's reminded me of the funniest meme I've seen in quite some time. And this guy was like, it was like, you know how like people take like stock photography? And it's like, it's this like old couple and one of them's in the hospital dying. And it's like that beautiful moment when you're on your deathbed and you remembered that your wife of 70 years. You remember when you saw her for the first time <laughs> and you said, sup girl, you poop with that butt?
1: I love how you went through the effort of describing a meme and that was the punchline. It's Why?
0: so funny. <laughs> because it's so ridiculous
1: oh okay uh oh uh one more thing in the uh mailbag which i actually agree with Tanil was like people who give me a hard time for not carrying cash on me i don't even remember the last time i touched cash okay fuck it fuck cash the
0: only people who are gonna give you a hard time for not carrying cash are panhandlers and panhandlers are like the fucking hobos who don't have the sense of shame to hide their face from society. They can
1: get a square reader for free. Yeah. If they were smart, they do that. Oh, fucking interesting story. Yeah. When I was in grade four, Mm -hmm. I was friends with this really fundamentalist religious kid. Yeah. Uh, And one day he was going on a rant about how uh, in the future, we would all use microchips to pay for things. Yeah. This was like way pre like debit card or anything. This was, you would like actually go into a bank and physically get cash out, uh, microchips to pay for things and how we would need to get chips implanted in our skin to pay for shit and how that would actually be the mark of the beast. So you would be able to identify, uh, people who align themselves with Satan. And at the time I was like, this guy's fucking crazy. And yeah. now thinking back on it, I'm like, maybe he was onto something. Who could have yeah. known that was gonna happen
0: That just sounds like the plot for a sci-fi novel from like could the be. early eighties. Could be like, Or his like dad who has schizophrenia yelling at the T V and then him just parroting his father.
1: I mean, yeah, people who are grow up fundamentalist religious probably have some form of
0: because I don't want to burst anybody's bubble, but when you hear somebody having hardline opinions when they're nine years old, those usually aren't their opinions, but are of one of their parental figures that they're just mimicking.
1: Uh, EndtimesTruth.com says The foundation for the Mark of the Beast is being laid even as you read these words the precursor to the seven headed, ten horned empire that will spawn the Antichrist. And the mark of the beast is actually busy developing the means to implement the final global economic system, uh, even before the Antichrist is revealed. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and it is in fact talking about, uh, yeah, digital payments.
0: Oh, Wait, you know, you know what else is going to be the best thing ever? Is after the fucking rapture, when all these like fundamentalist Christians get sucked up into heaven, they're going to get up there. And then they're going to turn to their side and they're going to see all these Muslims and they're like, what the fuck? What are you guys doing in heaven? And then the Muslims are going to be like, why are there Christians in my heaven? And then they're both going to realize that it's the same God and then God's just going to be like, yeah, I'm the same guy. You both have different religions that offshoot and it's just me. So you're up in heaven with just each other. And then they're like, oh. could have saved so much time. Yeah, and then there's and an hardships. insane
1: holy war in heaven for like I wonder if it's gonna be like the leftovers a bit. Like, do you think that all the people will get raptured, just whisk whisked away, and the rest of us will be left here to be like, well, what the fuck? What now? I hope so. Because I'm not going up, because
0: uh I'm falling behind in my confessionals, so I'm not at, right with Jesus at the moment. That so that doesn't
1: matter. All you have to do is like repent at some point. Do yeah. it now on air.
0: No, because I want to be left when everybody else is gone. I want to be like, they're all going to go to heaven, and I'm going to stay on earth and treat it as a playground. Like, could you imagine if just you're in Vancouver and half the people are just gone?
1: Yeah, that'd be amazing.
0: Like, if they hopefully it happens in the middle of I the mean, night. So all the cars. Half of the city
1: in- is already gone because it's mostly foreign investors just parking hey! their money in here.
0: But okay, my only request is that when the rapture happens, it happens on our timeline, in the middle of the night, so all the cars are parked at home. Because if the rapture happens at rush hour and no, all the roads amazing. are fucking just clogged, like with planes empty just plummeting out
1: of the air, empty car. Yeah, like uh, fuck. The stand, like every zombie apocalypse movie. You can't have an apocalypse or like a post-apocalyptic world without cars fucking everywhere, man.
0: No, but I want the streets to be empty so I could fucking go steal a sports car and rip around super fast.
1: No, that's not how it works. You can. You're bumming out my Rapture vibe, rip, man. Rip around super fast, but you could only do it on like 100 foot <laughs> stretches of babies. you will just rip right into the back
0: <laughs> of all the other sports cars that everybody else left.
1: Uh, anything else you'd like to talk about, Dale? Uh,
0: do you want to talk about your other thing or is that hush hush right now?
1: What is my other thing?
0: Your other thing.
1: What are you getting your at? Po- your other. Oh, the other podcast. Yeah. Hey. Uh if you're interested in sobriety or sober stuff or not drinking alcohol, which I understand actually sounds really fucking boring, but it's pretty cool. Uh I'm gonna be launching a podcast with um uh, my friends Scott Graham and Jess Couture. Uh we are launching it probably in like three weeks, we do not have a name for it yet because we were not feeling particularly clever uh when we were at our meeting last night. But Oh, it's gotta be a pun. Yeah it's gotta be I'm gonna list Dale To come up with a name And probably a logo yes. um, But uh Yeah we'll be Talking about There was like another So sobriety is like Getting very Dare I say Trendy right now Like a lot of people Are just deciding Not to drink for
0: You know what it is It's millennials Are starting to get Three day hangovers And they're like Oh fuck <laughs> yeah,
1: we're fucking Done with this shit That's
0: what happened to me I got a three day hangover I was like yeah Fuck this I'm not sober, like I'll have a beer here and there, but I'm pretty much...
1: You might as well be sober. I'm like sober. a
0: functioning sober, yeah. which is like, I'm like the next step.
1: Every every sober is a functioning sober. Well, I mean
0: like I have a little bit... <laughs> yeah, anyways. So it's like, because now millennials, the oldest millennials are reaching 40. So that means there's a whole slew of millennials that are over like 30 and they're all like, yeah, maybe hangovers are dumb. Maybe we can hang out without drinking. And I think it's good because, like, I think back to when I was, like, wasting not only time and money getting wasted. And it's just, like, ugh. And I work with a bunch of 22-year-olds. And hearing their stories about getting loaded on the weekend, I'm always just, like, it, like, gives me anxiety.
1: Yeah. It's, uh it's and like millennials are like more health conscious and then like the next generation after them is more health conscious and like we all grew up in an era where it was like just like fucking drink your face off all the time and that's what like like i think back to like five years ago every social outing we went on yeah was like based on us getting as drunk as possible maybe that was just me because i was an alcoholic And other people didn't struggle with that. (laughs) Because I'm like, now that I think back, other people weren't drunk. It was just me.
0: Well, we we were drunk. We just weren't super drunk. Although I did have something coined, not at my behest, but someone else started calling getting super drunk. They told me, you're not allowed to get Dale drunk tonight because it's embarrassing. That's probably one of those warning signs that you shouldn't ignore. When you have a
1: level of drunkenness named after you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's a pretty good sign that maybe you should tone it back. Yeah, like our parents' generation, like I think back to my aunts and uncles and it's like every single one of them had this phase in their life where they were an alcoholic and they just had to get their shit together and not be an alcoholic after. And I think this whole move towards sobriety, like I don't want to like undersell it, like say it's nothing new. It's just... People are talking about it because they don't want to, like, be the awkward one out being, like, at the party, being like, no, no drinks for me, thanks. I got to work tomorrow or make up some ex- – like, it's weird now you have to make up an excuse to not drink. Like, someone's like, here, have a drink. And you're like, no, I'm okay. I just – I got to drive home or whatever. And people are like, oh, come on. So now you're just like, no, I'm sober. And then people are like, oh, okay. So yeah, it's like even though I'm not sober, this is a good thing because people who – hang out with a bunch of drunks and for whatever reason that they chose to become sober might have lost a whole bunch of friends. So they have to re-network and find newer sober friends.
1: Well, that's the, the other thing is like, uh, when I, I mean, I was lucky enough, I think in that, like I could still hang out with my dipshit friends that still went drinking all the time. Yeah. And those not those feel, other guys, right? Yeah. Not you, but no, like, not was, me. Dale, who is not drinking all the time, and then everyone else, who's a dipshit, but not Dale, who's not a dipshit.
0: I'm definitely okay with this explanation.
1: (laughs) All right, so, uh, (laughs) but I know a lot of people, when they, like, quit drinking, that's basically it. Like, they have to socially isolate, Mm. because if they go out with their friends, they're getting fucking hammered again. Um, Yeah. So... Uh, I think it's, it's more, and another thing is that you do realize, um, again, not in my case because the guys I'm friends with, I've been friends with since basically high school. Yeah. When I look at like my closest circle of dudes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people, there were a lot of friendships I had that were just like predicated on getting drunk together. And now that I don't drink, I don't really see these people anymore. Mm Um, so a lot of people lose their friends from that. So there is, like, we're, like, starting the podcast. We started this sober community. We're trying to, like, get – just prove that you could still be cool and have fun and be really handsome and have a big dick and be sober. So <laughs> the best
0: part about that is that it predicates that we were
1: cool when we drank. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we most definitely were not that. Yeah. I definitely feel cooler now in that I can – You know, not vomit on myself or go on like a crying jag in a bus stop, which is an actual thing that happened. uh, See, my
0: the thing I love about sobriety and everybody being sober more is board games are going to make a comeback (laughs) because when you're drinking, you can't play board games because you're like you can't concentrate. You just got to listen to loud music and just yell. But when you're sober, you have the time to commit to fucking sitting there for like one or two hours and just play the shit out of some board games which for whatever reason is one of the best
1: things ever it's a great idea actually when I think so I've been trying to plan like a sober meetup as part of the sobriety group and yeah. I'm like maybe we'll just do do a board game night do it do it at uh what's that fucking
0: place Stormcrow yeah that the that's place fun, where
1: with all the board games everybody
0: drinks yeah, right and the, when one drink goes out they like change all the lighting because it's like comes into Darth Vader head R- right Maybe not r-
1: r- yeah, r- yeah Okay Maybe I'm there's gonna... another place <laughs> Where they don't serve alcohol Anyways Hey thanks for tuning in This has been episode 92 Of Outrage Factory uh, As always I've been Oh I didn't even Introduce myself At the beginning of the episode I did fuck that Oh
0: shit up. Now nobody's gonna know Who was talking This whole time uh,
1: I Am the handsome one With the big dick Derek Bolin You can follow me on Twitter At Herder
0: and I am Dale the Rooter, and none of what Derek said
1: was a lie.
0: <laughs> so thanks, Derek. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot.
1: You can follow us combined on Twitter, where we have a combined nine inches of penis <laughs> at Outrage Factory. Wait, wait, wait five eight. Outrage and a half, Fact Pod. What?
0: But I, if I have eight and a half. Yeah.
1: Thought you said you had a big dick. Yeah, is it half? The half inch not? It's half inch. Oh. Half inch, half all. Oh,
0: told side note. Me and this one guy at work. Every time we're like talking about measuring something, and somebody says six inches, we're like, "Ha ha, six inches!" <laughs> and we hold our, our thumb and our forefinger up like three inches apart, and it's just like,
1: "Is that not actually six inches?" No. Yeah.
0: It's the funny joke. It's hilarious.
1: Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, like us on Facebook, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Uh. If you want to send us some money, uh, we have a Patreon. Yeah. We're not going to get rich doing that. <laughs> it's good that time. we finally accepted that. because it's, it's, it's
0: been... Has it been two years or a year and a half?
1: Uh, it's been a year. I don't think we've hit our two-year anniversary. Oh, no, Shit, it's February. that might be coming up.
0: No, it's February. Oh,
1: never mind. Shit, that is not coming up.
0: Oh, yeah, so we're like a year and five months. Yeah, I'd say after a year and five months, mm, I don't know. We could still get rich. All those successful podcasts, are like, oh, this is our 10th year. And you're like, "Woo, Yeah. That's a long time. Those
1: first two years were probably very slow. And then the third year is when we're really going to take off.
0: You know what I like to call it? I like to say, this is the time that we're finding our voice. Air quotes.
1: It's like finding our voice. We've not matured at all over the past yeah. two years. Our voice hasn't changed. We still basically just signed off from this episode oh, talking yeah. about our dick size. So.
0: And, uh... You can have a new podcast, but you have to save all your
1: dick jokes for this podcast. Yeah, I think that's probably for the best.
0: Because I'm pretty sure this other podcast is going to be Mature Derek. Uh, So keep
1: that shit over there. So Mature Derek doesn't actually exist. It'll just be like less offensive Derek. Yeah,
0: save all your offensive shit for here. You do not have to worry
1: about that. Because
0: I'm just going to speak for the listeners who if they've stuck with us for 92 episodes enjoy the offensive side of our speaking words into a microphone <laughs> Prime and, Minister Dale nah, Hey what's up Yeah no the, they they enjoy the more offensive the side <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. end it with us us forgetting what words are.
1: (laughs) Uh, Until next week.
0: Stay angry.